what is up coming to you live from the cat house it's tuesday night <laughs> we'll explain that in a minute live from the jungle not the cat house i am not mentally here jungle home of our tiger it's time for another episode of dre's geek philosophy podcast episode 242 oops it's tuesday edition uh, normally, our show emanates live. We, we have a live version, which play, normally plays every Monday night, roughly some point between 8.30 to 8.45, 8.50, 8.15, sometime in the 8 o'clock hour, ideally. But uh, our, our, little, our little family unit, we were wiped the F out yesterday. By uh, by Labor Day, we were the whole Labor Day weekend kicked our ass, our collective asses. Myself, my lovely wife Rosa, and our little boy Tiger. Uh, it, it took a while for Ty to go down last night, and it took a lot of effort for us to get Ty to get to sleep last night. And uh, by the time we got him down and got ourselves settled, I had completely forgotten that it was Monday. And we were all out. I, I think I realized I missed the podcast somewhere around the, like around 10 p.m. I was like, oh, today was Monday. Oops. <laughs> and I made a, the, the post on our Facebook page. Oops. No podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll fire up the, the, the microphone on, on, on Tuesday night. Uh, <laughs> and here we are trying to do this live. On a Tuesday, are are not our normal day, so I don't, I'm not sure if we'll have any of our regulars who stop by uh, on our live version, such you know like our good friends Daniel Wong, Ryan Tanaka, uh, Jai Podor. Uh, I'm, I'm trying not to leave anyone out. Uh, I, I'm sorry if I left your name out. If you're a regular on Monday night, I know I know Matt Hamblin has been a become a more recent regular. Uh, we we have several. Um, uh, of my friends who who chime in during the the live episodes, so yeah, the, the, we we had a bit of a. Li- it, it was funny today because I was talking to one of my coworkers, one of the managers. And he was asking, "What did you do this weekend?" And I was like, "I couldn't tell you. My brain just couldn't remember." I mean, <laughs> last week I could tell you all the all the store numbers for all the game stops I worked at, but I couldn't tell you what I did this past week. I, I was just like. Out of it. I, I did put it back together slowly. I guess that, that that's a, that's a part of getting older, honestly. Yeah, I, I was making that joke yesterday to my wife. Like now, I understand why there were so many movies and TV shows and so many people questing for the fountain of youth. Because just some days, if you're out of shape, and I'm I'm pretty out of shape, ashamedly out of shape. Sorry for. Anyone listening to the audio version, I take a sip of water. Because I'm old. I'm, I'm not a young man anymore. Uh, later this month, uh, I'm going to be turning 42. I'm going to be the, 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 the answer to the universe, the meaning of life, 42. That's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference right there. But yeah, I, I put it all together. I was like, wow, it was a three-day weekend. So it was like, oh, it, it was a whole, a whole lot of fun spending a little extra time with the family, with, with the wife, and of course our, our, our adorable young man, our, our, our little tiger. But <laughs> let me tell you how <laughs> the weekend started. Oh man, it was funny. It just occurred to me as just before, as I was having computer trouble, uh, it, I, I would have been on an, uh, live another 15 minutes earlier. But the computer was causing me all kinds of problems. <laughs> this, this, uh, the, the original. Uh, uh, what, 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 what was this damn thing called again? I see it, it, it. My brain evades Surface Pro. I have an original Surface Pro. I think they're on Surface Pro Eight by now because I bought this thing in like 2013. The fact it's still running and functioning and managing the podcast is a miracle. But these last few weeks have been um touch and go in that um. It feels like it's not going to turn on one of these days. And every single episode of the podcast is on here. I, I record the podcast onto this thing, onto a program called Audacity. And uh, I, I am very terrified if, if that day comes where it's like, oh, I fucked up. It's dead. I might have to pay some 
some repair guy to resuscitate it just so I can get all the data off of it <laughs> and figure out some new means of recording the podcast like recording it onto my phone here <laughs> and then finding some other computer to rip the audio off of that's uh, that's that's another problem but <clears throat> That's our first tangent leave. If you're keeping track of our tangents today, that was our first official tangent. So, uh, we're trying to work on the budget here, here at Tiger Corp. Uh, we're, we're trying to, you know, those of you who are parents, you know, money can get tight, especially now, nowadays. So, the, my, my card, we're currently on a lease with, with the CRV we have, which I got apparently a year ago this week. And last time I, I took that sucker in for service, one of the salespeople gave me a call afterwards. Like, hey, would you be interested in turning your um, your lease into a purchase? And uh, I was like, I, I need to discuss this with my wife first. But, you know, I'll give you a call back if whatever we think. And so I talked about it with Rosa. And I was like, okay, you know, we do like our CRV. It's been very good to us. I, I, I've been a Honda guy for... 20 something years 22 23 years I, I've driven nothing but Hondas save a few times I've had had rental cars and like, oh, okay we, we, we'll we'll give them a call back and we'll see what they can do for us because I, I think our main thing is we our, our lease payments are pretty high and we because theoretically your lease payment should be lower than a car payment but you you, you make do with what you get sometimes we, we needed a bigger car we, we have a constantly growing tiger so uh, I called her back this past uh, Thursday or Friday. I'm like, hey, oh, I think it was Friday. And I was like, hey, we are interested, but uh, like a couple of little caveats. You know, we have a service plan on the sucker, which we don't have to pay for service. It's already like baked into the, the, the price that we have right now. It's like, is that going to go away? And then second of all, we want to try to see if we can get the price, the, our, our car payment down. We want it to be lower. We don't have any money squirreled away right now. Uh, we were like, if there's any way we can just get that payment down, and then so of course, being a car salesperson, she's like, "Oh yeah, we can do whatever you want. Just come on in, just come on." In. She was trying to just get me on the hook, get the fish on the hook, and wheel him in. So all right, so off I go Saturday morning. This car dealer, I've been this, ironically, I've been dealing with the same car dealership for I think 18 years now, like 2003 when I bought my first Civic from them. But uh, fortunately or unfortunately for me, they've changed ownership like five or six times. Uh, but usually they, they've been really cool with me because I, I have bought three Civics from them. And then I leased to this sucker, this uh, CRV from them. And uh, I was like, all right, they, they, they've usually taken care of they haven't They haven't fucked me. The, on all my purchases, I usually have someone I know who, who, who works there. And I was like, all right, no, they, 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 they know I'm a loyal customer. They, the entire service team, well, back then, the entire service team knew me my you know, first name basis. And, uh, and then they, they'd communicate to the sales team, oh, yeah, don't fuck this guy. He, he spends a lot of money on service. <laughs> Please don't don't fuck this shit up for us. Uh, that, that's kind of, I, I had that leverage in my pocket where it's like, hey, and I have a poor wireless connection if you're trying to watch this live, but... It's going to still keep recording because uh, my phone doesn't connect to the um, to the Wi-Fi anymore. So the live video version of this is currently on hold. So I'm going to tap dance here because I, I this is why I record it separately. So the, through the magic of audio, you can hear me even though the live broadcast isn't going. But it's perfectly fine. I don't think anyone was watching the live broadcast. It's, it's still trying to reconnect right now. This has been happening to me the last couple of times. I was trying to stream video games. It's been incredibly frustrating. Technology is very, very frustrating sometimes. Oh, there we go. We, we just got back. So, as I was saying, I, I usually deal with the service department at this dealership. And then they, I, I make sure that they don't, they look out for me because they know I'm going to keep coming back and get my car service there. And so they, they usually go in and, and, and tell the salespeople, hey, don't fuck with this guy. Please, don't don't fuck with him. 
don't don't make our this regular customer of you know x amount of years you know now 18 years going there one of the managers thankfully is still there so he always vouches for me uh, but this time around it was like i went there on my own and i didn't i was like all right i'm just going to talk to this sales lady who hit me up and i was like all right cool so we're going to go check about you getting pre-approved for this okay and i was like all right just get get the payment down i just need it less than what i'm currently paying <laughs> Our budget needs to be streamlined a bit. If we can get this less than, you know, my current payment of X amount of money, that that would be great. This is the, that's my goal here is this. But it's like, but we we don't have anything to put down. Just you know, stretch that thing out like you know, seven year or whatever. If we can get this down to you know, a hundred bucks less than what I pay, we just stretch it out. That's fine. I, I'm I'm cool on that. And then she comes back with the you know, pre-approval. It's like if you put down, you know, four thousand dollars, it's the exact same thing I'm paying right now. Like, are you even listening to what I'm saying? <laughs> you you are not listening to a single word I was saying. <laughs> I was like, my my goal. Oh no, these are just the pre-approval numbers. We we can get them now. Like no, but like no, you're telling me I need to bring four Gs that I don't have <laughs> to get this down <laughs> to what I'm currently paying. <laughs> right now for the fucking lease <laughs> this is ridiculous and she's like oh no, no, no. We, 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 uh, tell us what your goal is I'm like you're really not listening to what I'm saying I'm telling you I, if I can get <laughs> the car payment for less than what I'm currently paying on the lease then I'll think about it <laughs> I like this car but I don't like it that much where I'm going to be paying <laughs> X amount over the sticker price which I, I was realizing like they they were totally f trying to fuck me. <laughs> I think I think at that price I would have been paying freaking thirty five thousand dollars for my twenty eight thousand dollar car. <laughs> fucking thieves! And so she keeps going back and forth. I'm just sitting there and so you know, looking at Twitter, looking at Facebook. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Dang along. The dealership model is horrible, and apparently right now it's intensely bad. But you know, as I said, like, normally this dealer didn't fuck with me <laughs> in previous <laughs> in previous incarnations of this dealer. They were actually pretty good with me. <laughs> Second only the cable companies. Yeah, and so they she keeps coming back, and it's only incrementally going down. But like dollars like you know single dollars like okay we get it down to you know <laughs> you're paying ten dollars less than your current payments i'm like no what do you do you not you don't hear the words coming out of my mouth it's like but if you're able to come up with some down payment I'm like what part of i don't have any extra money right you called me about this and then she comes like so they finally come back to something that it's like all right it's a. Uh, it's like 60 bucks less than what I'm currently paying. And I'm like, okay, I can consider this, maybe. But then I'm thinking, like, all right, I, I do the quick math on, on my phone. I'm like, all right, they want me to pay $32,000 for this $28,000 car that's already a year old. The fuck is this shit? And I'm like, all right, is this include, uh, uh, the, does this include my freaking uh, the service plan I purchased for the, for, for the car already? And so, oh no, they go back. And so, when I got the service plan, they gave me 60% off the service plan. I guess normally it's 90 bucks a month for this service plan, but the because the, the, the people knew who I was when I when I got this, they, they gave it to me for 30, 30 a month. Okay, 30 bucks a month, and I ain't gotta pay for service for three years. I'm that's cool. I'll do that. Considering how much I've paid and the experience I've had where I have to pay for service for the previous 17 years at that point. I was like, oh yeah, 30 bucks extra? That's fine. I, I just got to go up 360 a year and then you guys are going to probably do way more than that in service on the car. Yeah. Cool. I'm on it. And so it's like they come back but it's like, oh, it comes back to like, oh, instead of getting 60 off, oh, then it, now it's back down. Oh, you're, I'm only saving $13. I'm like, wait, you're going to charge me higher than what I'm currently paying on the freaking service plan? The fuck? Okay, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm walking out. I'd be walking out paying $13 less a month and paying fucking 34000 for the fucking car. I'm like, fuck you guys. 
I'm leaving. And she's like, no, 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 we, we can try to work with you. Like, no, you're not working with me. You're not listening to me. Like, this is not happening. <laughs> I thought I was going to walk out. I was like, all right, cool. If we can get this bound, like 80, 90 bucks a month, all right, cool. I'll keep the car. Sweet. <laughs> but it's like, I got to stretch it out to seven years, and you're trying to fuck me in the ass. <laughs> Deuces. We'll, we'll finish the two years on the lease, and I'm going to go find another car dealer. <laughs> uh, one of my coworkers was telling me today, like, oh, there's no inventory right now, which is why uh, cars are more valuable right now. <laughs> Because of the, during the because the pandemic and because of the, the the semiconductor issues, oh, cars aren't being produced. So, oh, apparently my lease is incredibly valuable right now. That's why that's why maybe they're I don't know why they're so desperate to try to get me to buy it. If they, I can just hand them back this car in two years, it's gonna be so valuable. Honestly, I think they were just trying to fuck me. This this, this young lady. I think she thought I was going to be some sort of mark or fucking sucker. I think she, she thought, I just, well, my favorite, <laughs> yeah, keep that. We're keeping that lease. We're, we're sticking with the two year, <laughs> the, 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 the other two years on this lease. <laughs> yeah. At least we are keeping, yeah, we were sticking with the lease for now. We're, we're going to turn that motherfucker in, pay the, whatever the stupid fucking uh, cost at the end and going to go get ourselves a nice little used, a nice used car after that. <laughs> Man, uh, so the, the lies that this young lady told me, the, the lies she told me to get in, to get me into the fucking dealership, was like, oh yeah, yeah, all the payments that you've been making, you can we can apply those towards the the car. What lie? That's a lie. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> Which I knew was bullshit, but I was like, oh, okay, well, well, I'll see if I can hold you to that lie. And then my favorite was like, oh, you use a broker now, Daniel Wong. I might have to, I might have to, I might have to do this. All right, so, yeah, the the other lie she told me was like, oh, don't worry, if you want to save money, when you switch from a lease to a purchase, your car insurance is going to go down. And I was like, I don't know about that. Which I, it's funny because later on that day, I went to go visit my, my, my car insurance, uh, AAA auto insurance, to go fix some, some clerical issues. And I found out, oh yeah, that's a load of bullshit too. Ah, exactly. Oh, see. Uh, your girlfriend opted to buy with an outside approved loan. Don't deal with the dealership. Oh, so you hear that, honey? If we do want to keep the CRV at the end of it, we can get an outside loan that's not through the dealership. Now, it's not going to try to get us to pay three grand over the freaking sticker price of the car. <laughs> I, that's a. I'm gonna have to investigate these things. Uh, Daniel and Adelaide are telling me some uh, some interesting things about the car lease. I'm mentioning my my little adventure at Car Pros Honda in El Monte. <laughs> what we do in the shadows? <laughs> You're just having fun with the lights now. Uh, and we we'll have to look into that. You know, see if it get get an outside loan for the. Uh, it may be. It may be in two years. <laughs> Maybe in two years that the, the, they won't have as much leverage, because <laughs> apparently, I guess that they they two percent interest. See that? Yeah. It's, I don't know what the, these fools were. Yeah. Man, I saw on the credit application they were li they were lying like crazy. They put down that I was making like six grand a month. <laughs> if I was having six, if I was making six grand a month, I wouldn't be here <laughs> buying a Honda. <laughs> If if I was making seventy two thousand dollars a year on my own, I would not be buying a Honda. <laughs> These motherfuckers! I, I was so annoyed. It's just like I, I was so annoyed. Like it was it was bothering me so much this morning. Like I I saw an email from the sales manager and I emailed them back and I just like I put a sternly worded email like. You know, motherfuckers, I've been, like, I, I wish I put you motherfuckers, but it was, it was a very formal email. It's like, I've been a loyal customer to this dealership in spite of the multiple ownership changes. It went from, like, it was Nelson Honda to Spirit Honda and then back to Nelson Honda and then it changed to El Monte Honda. And now it's freaking, it's a great time to sell. It's a terrible time to buy. Ah, that looks like we're going to stick with this lease for a couple of years. We'll hang on to this lease. 
Yeah, there's like no, there's no inventory right now, right? It's the, the the laws of supply and demand are currently fucking the consumer right now. Sellers, it's a great time to be a seller. See, this is, this is why I come onto the show here. This is why I do it live because when I when I get awesome people like Daniel Adley giving me good information in response to what I'm saying. It, it, this makes me feel better. Uh, I, I like uh, communing with the friends here, live on the internet. Especially in, in in the state of this pandemic that we're still in, despite what people try to tell you. Yeah, we're still in this goddamn pandemic. It's not going anywhere, anytime soon. I like being able to still communicate with friends like this. So yeah, that, that was the, that was the adventure on Saturday. <laughs> I had, a, I had a dealer try to fuck with me, and I fucking just walked on their asses. Because thankfully, I guess, I don't know if there's a new thing. They can't take your license from you. They take a photocopy of your license now. They, they don't take your license from you. And they, I guess they can't hold you hostage like they used to. Because that's how they did it back in the day. They take your license from you and like, oh, I'd like to leave. No, you can't leave. We still have your license. We won't give you your license back until you buy the car. <laughs> At least that was the intent. Yeah, I was just like, like, I had a feeling that this ownership change was going to be bad. I'm like, oh man, they're part of a chain now. Before it was kind of just like privately owned by rich white people, but they hired a lot of minorities. The, the, the place was like, it was always full of minority hires. And I can always, you know, relate to them a little bit more. And then again, hey, I, I knew I had my leverage of being, you know, my dedicated service department customer. Yeah, that that didn't mean shit to this freaking young lady who was just trying to you know get the deal. She's she's an internet salesperson, so she was, uh, I'm guessing she was probably half my goddamn age, <laughs> and just like did not listen to a word I said. She just was hearing what she wanted to hear. And yeah, she tried to gaslight me too, like near the end. She's like, "Oh, but you called me." I'm like, "This is I called you because you called me about this. Don't try to flip this on me." Saying like, oh, I want this. I'm like, I came here to hear you out. I didn't come here to beg. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, honestly, I think I wrote that email just like on on, on the weird my my lib my my Libra need to freaking get some revenge on this young lady. I'm like, I'm gonna get her in trouble for sucking at freaking sucking at her job. Man, fucking car salespeople. See, like the the dude I dealt with, I'd say I'm not sure if that dude I dealt with last year is he was even there anymore. I think maybe he had moved on to another dealership. Because <laughs> yeah, when I went there last, they had, they had just changed ownership, or or actually, I think it was a year before when I got the yeah I got the white Civic that uh, I got Wheeljack, which did not get destroyed. I it was, it was the first Honda I did not break. <laughs> Which I traded in towards this CRV to pay for the lease on the CRV. Smart move, Dre. <laughs> but yeah, like, with that salesperson who I dealt with to get that, where I got the the the, the CRV. He, I don't think he. I didn't see him anywhere. I was like, if I can, can I get the guy I dealt with last time? He was cool. <laughs> he didn't sit here and lie to my face and not listen to the words coming out of my mouth like this young lady is doing. Typical car salesperson. Yeah, he's the one who freaking well. They all have internet sales now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's when when I went when I got the white Civic. I, it was literally I just <laughs> saw it online. I'm like, okay, that's the one I want. <laughs> this one's in good condition, and that's when the, the the old service manager I knew before he retired. I had him look up the. Uh, I snuck away from the salesperson. I, I I ran off to the service department. I'm like, hey Tim, can you look this up? Tell me the service history on this car. He's like, oh, I can do that. All right, this one's good. <laughs> it was a lease. It was like the, the person brought it in every time. We just checked out. Clean bill of health. I'm like, awesome. Thank you so much. I'll take this car. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, there, there there was this old service manager. Who who is a 
who used to be at that dealer and he, he was like the, he was old school he was he was from another generation and i'm sure that's probably why when they, when they changed to car pros they like made him they made him retire or go away because he was actually a genuinely good dude he 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 never fucked with me he was always incredibly kind with me he always asked me about how I was doing. He 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 knew, he knew me. He got to know me, and I always value that in people. Like if, if he actually gives a shit, he remembers. He knows my name. Comes over to shake my hand. He's like, I'll take over this one, guys. This one's my customer. <laughs> like that that dude that dude was the dude who kept me going there. At that point, would have been 16 years before he, re- he his forced retirement. I'm sure by car pros like, oh no, you're nice to people. Get the fuck out of here because that, that's the corporate mentality. That's you know, it's the reason I got fired from the last freaking GameStop I worked at. I was like, oh, you're too nice. <laughs> you're trying to help people. Well, no, that that doesn't work here. <laughs> and that's that's basically just the corporate world. Like, how many people can you fuck? That, that's that's what they want. How many people can you fuck? We don't care if they don't come back. We just need to fuck as many people as possible. And and that's the goal. Yeah, you see, you miss that. You miss that world. Like, see me. Like that. That's why I, I don't I don't plug into the corporate world anymore because I I care more about hey, I want this person to trust me and come back to me. And that's how you create lasting business relationships. Where oh, this person will keep buying from us because they know I'm not trying to fuck them. This is why this is why my boss put me in charge of the wholesale uh, website and I get on the phone, I talk to people and I tell them these exact words. I'm not trying to remember I said in Spanish, no te estoy tratando de joder. No te voy a chingar. I'm like, pardon my language, but I'm not trying to fuck you. And where the dude's like, yeah, in Spanish, like, yeah, yeah, no, no, stop yet, stop yet, no, it's cool, it's cool, because I'll say, oh, perdóname, perdóname por el lenguaje, and he's like, no, no, stop yet, stop yet, me gusta, like, it was good, I like that. Yeah, how low can we get you to compromise your morals? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I guess I'm still too old school. I, I just, I'd rather help someone than fucking screw them over. I'm a 60-year-old man in a 40-year-old body. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I. I don't know. I, I guess it was still like that in the 80s. I don't know. Maybe a little bit in the 90s, but somewhere along the line, the plot got lost, and they realized that you can just churn. How how many customers can we churn through? That that I remember seeing in that that phrase in many corporate workshops. Oh, what's our churn? <laughs> Customers are recyclable. There's customers. Customers don't have loyalty. You know, customers don't have loyalty because freaking the fucking companies don't have loyalty. We're, we're I guess, yes, Daniel Wong, you're right. We're better at pretending, I guess, right? Like, yeah, not to, not to keep freaking hammering the point. I'm like the, I think that the second and the, the my second sending GameStop and my third were both kind of marred with the oh, Drake cares more about taking care of the customers. Like yeah, I do. <laughs> but it was funny because I'd get mad at some of the disloyalty from the, there were these customers I'd take care of, and but they'd never sign up for the membership. And then I'd see them come back like a month later. I remember this one particular dude. He'd never sign up. He'd always buy used games. I'm like dude, I'm like just sign up for the membership. You, you've you've bought so many used games from me. And like you're not signing up for the membership, I'm like I, I, I'm not trying to mess with you here. You actually would be saving the money. And like he showed up, and I see I, I, he he shows up and he, and he coughs up the membership card. And I see another store, I guess must have strong armed him into it or, or or conned him into it. I'm like, oh, now you 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 get the membership I've been telling you to get, and you got it at the other effing store. That's our freaking rival, you freaking jerk. I am never helping you again. <laughs> I was so incensed, and, and that one still like burned into my memory. Like I remember, I, I don't remember the dude's name, but I remember he's like this scraggly gamer dude. Never had the freaking membership, and all of a sudden, just rolls in. And I see the store number of, of our rival store, and I'm like, really, really, dude? You got it from those assholes over there? Mad. I was, uh, I was so like mad. I, I was hurt. <laughs> The lack of loyalty, I guess there's a lack of loyalty on all sides. Everybody just goes to Amazon and finds the cheapest price nowadays. Who cares about who cares about good customer service?
my poor wife, she's she's running customer service now at, at, at the company that we work for. And, and she has to sift through the freaking people who genuinely have a problem and the people who are trying to fuck us over. <laughs> she's trying to provide good customer service, but it's like... <laughs> She has to like run it by my boss and like, all right, is so and so, you know, is, is this a bad customer? And it's like, and then nine times out of ten, I'm like, yes, fuck that person. <laughs> it's <your> restocking fee. <laughs> they're only buying games to resell them, and they return the games if they're not good enough. <laughs> we'll send them a, a good condition game. They'll crush it, put it in a box, and ship it back. Dang, well, I'm a mercenary now when it comes to brands. Yeah, we bl- yeah, we, we do have to blame this corporate world. It's like we have to we have to move from brand to brand. <laughs> Except Apple, they own me. <laughs> well, well, Daniel, I also too am a believer in the Apple brand. I, I I I'm always broadcasting you guys live on an Apple iPhone. Yes, yes, Tina. Uh, I guess. Oh, and there goes video. It's trying to reconnect. Consider moving. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let me keep talking. Hi, cat. Maybe by the time this thing reconnects, I could probably feed you. Oh nope, never mind. It reconnected. All right, welcome back. I kept going on the audio version. There might be some weird skip for you guys watching live, but I'm still here. Yeah, we we're broadcasting you on an iPhone, which is losing loses connection. It, it doesn't connect to my Wi-Fi consistently anymore. <laughs> it's because it just hit is like it's two year mark, like a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, I know this for sure because I got a text from from Apple Care saying your Apple Care has run out, sucker. <laughs> it's time for your iPhone to break, and you need to go buy a new one. It, I, I, I'm in a Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the what's the phrase I'm looking for? I'm in an abusive relationship with Apple. <laughs> Every couple of years, like, oh, sorry, your phone broke. You need to get a new one. <laughs> Damn it! Got to go get another one. Bah! Finance that for two years. We gotta finance. We finance our whole lives. Let's talk about something fun. Uh, I love getting some mileage out of that. That like, <laughs> oh, dang it! Are you renting the phones now? <laughs> I, I can never make peace with that because I feel there's too much of my personal information on these gosh darn freaking smartphones. I, I don't ever want to part with them. Like I, I can't, I can't hand this thing off. I have my collection of, I have my my iPhone graveyard. I have several iPhones collecting dust. It's like a 4s, a six, another six, and a. I think it was a four, a 4s, a 6, a different 6, and now I got, I'm on an 8. <laughs> I think it was 6 and a 6s. <laughs> I dragged that 6s <laughs> kicking and screaming, I think, for three and a half years till it was just like, I can't function anymore. I can't load any of your apps. <laughs> yeah, but... I'm on this 8. I, I think those other ones will still function as good cameras, though. <laughs> if I were to charge up those old iPhones, I think they'd be excellent cameras right now. <laughs> but so, so talk about something fun. <laughs> you haven't owned one since 6S. Oh, I'm sure you have a very beautiful 10 or something. <laughs> or or uh, whatever those fancy ones are. So, trying to get the... This past week, I don't, I don't know how many of you guys watched this show, but a show just came back on FX that both my wife and I were very excited about. <clears throat> it's what We Do in the Shadows. If you're not familiar with What We Do in the Shadows, I, I will highly recommend you go track down the film directed by oh Taika Waititi and written by a Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi. Now, now that everybody knows who Taika is, thanks, thanks to Marvel, everyone knows Taika Waititi now. Prior to Thor Ragnarok, you either were a really big uh, Fly the Concords fan or, or you liked uh, Hunter the Wilder People. But now that then everybody knows him now, he's freaking Jojo Rabbit and all that fun stuff. So, uh, hey, there, there's, a, there's a movie called What We Do in the Shadows about a bunch of uh, vampires being followed around by a documentary cool crew in New Zealand. And uh, this movie came out a while back. I, I, it's funny because I. I just saw the review I did for it in the in the movie challenge. I guess I watched it 
five years ago today, <laughs> or six years ago today, when it, whatever year I did it was, I did the movie challenge in 2016, so that would be what, five years, five, apparently five years ago today, I saw what we do in the shadows. <laughs> Isn't that funny, honey? And so they went on and made a TV show that's currently on FX. And the third season just started this past week. And if you like ridiculous, funny stuff, I yeah, again, highest possible recommendation, what we do in the shadows. This time it's about three vampire, or well, technically four vampires. There's a psychic vampire. Uh, four vampires living in, a, what is it, Long Island or Staten Island? They're in some part of New York, and uh, that they are they are very very funny. It's <laughs> it, it's 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 a ridiculous show. It's just all sorts. Of, if you if you like ridiculous humor, if you enjoyed what Taika Waititi did in Thor Ragnarok and Jojo Rabbit and all that fun stuff, that that's 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 the kind of energy they bring to this. What we do in the Shadow show, I recommend both the movie and the show. Go watch it. It's funny. It's inappropriately funny. Like my 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I see. I don't even want to spoil. Like my my favorite joke from the movie is so crass and horrible and amazing. <laughs> I, I won't spoil it for you. You must go watch it. Jermaine Clement delivers it with such gumption. <laughs> see, you only know about the show because of this podcast. That's right. Because we we're probably talking about it last year. <laughs> When, and uh, Rosa and I finally got to like freaking, uh, we marathoned it at some point this past year. We realized, oh, it's on Hulu. Oh, we have Hulu. We can watch this. <laughs> but yes, they came back. They did they did two episodes, and it's just hilarious. God, go watch. Yeah, go watch season one. Wesley Snipes shows up as a vampire. A whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of famous vampires show up in one episode. Freaking Danny Trejo. <laughs> He's playing like the vampire from freaking, from Dustal Dawn. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> freaking, uh, what, Tilda Swinton, she plays the vampire she played in another movie. Paul Rubens played the vampire he played in freaking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Wesley, you stupid daywalker. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Um, and speaking of Taika Waititi, I'm sure my wife would like for me to mention this. There's another show on FX, which uh, is probably, um, I don't know if it's going under the radar, but my, my wife noticed it. It's it, it, uh, it, uh, I don't know, mostly comedy, kind of dramedy about indigenous people in Oklahoma called Reservation Dogs. And yes, that is a play on Reservoir Dogs. It's about these uh, these four indigenous kids uh, committing crimes to try to get themselves out of Oklahoma. They want to go to California. They just want to get out of there because you know, there, there's nothing for them there. <laughs> At least that's, that's as far as they think. There's nothing for nothing but death. <laughs> nothing but because one, one of their friends passed away. And so they're... they're, they're working really hard to try to earn some money to get the fuck out of there and the, the show it's, it's, it's been very good it is, it, yeah. Taika produces it but uh, I, I think almost every actor in the show is, is indigenous I think all the directors and all the writers are all indigenous yeah uh, Daniel you've heard about the show yes it, it's good it's, it's been very entertaining it's uh, <laughs> it, it has been quite entertaining it's yeah like I said it's, it's a kind of a it, it's more on the comedy side than the drama side. It is kind of a dramedy. They do deal with like some real heavy shit here and there, but it's pretty funny. And then you're gonna be like, uh, like me, me and my wife now, we're just calling people shit asses now. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a, a midwestern thing. It's like some substitute for dumbass. Just going shit ass. <laughs> I don't know if it's just exclusive to indigenous people, but <laughs> it. it it's been pretty funny. Every time I, we hear one of the characters call one of the kids, I'm like, shit ass. <laughs> and then my, my wife now, she's she's been using a lot of the words here and there. Instead of let's go, it's like, skoden. <laughs> Again, I think, I'm not sure if that's just slang or indigenous sna- slang or maybe some of the kids are saying. I, I don't know, but 
we, we've been enjoying the show. I think was it was it Sundays? I guess it's, it pops up on if, if if you have Hulu. I think it pops up on on Sundays if you are a Hulu subscriber. And then for the record, what we do in the shadows. If you're a Hulu subscriber, it pops up on Fridays. I guess it shows on Thursdays. But if you're if you're like us who do not have cable, we just have Hulu. You have to wait till the next day. It's next day on Hulu. So yeah, those are the, that's the current media that we are consuming at the moment. That and <laughs> the other night, uh, showing Rosa some of my favorite slash most hated episodes of uh, Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> I, I love watching Gordon Ramsay rip people apart. There's, there's, there's just something delightful about it. I, 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 I delight in seeing Gordon Ramsay just rip into people. <laughs> Especially when, they, when they're running their restaurants incredibly poorly. It's just... It's satisfying. <laughs> I was like scouring the season. I gotta find this episode. It's so bad. This place is so bad. I gotta show you how bad this place is, Rosa. You don't understand. I, I felt like Rick from Rick and Morty. Oh, you don't. You don't understand. I, I gotta show you. I gotta show you this. Oh no, it's, it's real bad. It's real bad. <laughs> the place is just f- full of garbage. It's, just, it's, it's, a, it's a garbage restaurant. <laughs> and not just the food too. It's, it's literally the, 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 the place is full of garbage. <laughs> It'll make you sick, Morty. It's gonna make you sick. <laughs> You're gonna get physically sick. In this restaurant. The old neighborhood. If, if you have Hulu, yes, find the old neighborhood episode of Kitchen Nightmares, and you can just be horrified and disgusted. <laughs> why? Why do you call this Yucatan shrimp? Uh, because of the spices. So it has nothing to do with Mexico. <laughs> Not one iota. It doesn't have nothing to do with Mexico. You just call it Yucatan shrimp. <laughs> The spices. <laughs> the, 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 the husband is just like, I'm a robot. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, imagine, if you will, you and your college sweethearts decide, hey, let's pool our money together and buy this horrible restaurant <laughs> that we, where we met. <laughs> Too much drugs, and then they, they entered into this codependent relationship. It was the 70s. That makes sense, because it was like 30 years prior, and that was like 2014 or something when they filmed that. <laughs> so that would put it probably, in the, like they met there in the 70s, and they bought it. They've been working there for 40 years. The, the, it's, it, I think... My one of one of my other favorite things about this is the, the cognitive dissonance of all these restaurant owners. My foot is good. I don't understand why my restaurant is failing. <laughs> and then Gordon Ramsay comes. Your, your food is shit. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> it's like Principal Skinner. <laughs> it's not me. It's the children who must be wrong. <laughs> I can't be wrong. The customers are wrong. My food is good. <laughs> I want to fire up some Kitchen Nightmare right now. I just, oh, it's like I I can't stand torture. Was it like there's like horror movies are like torture porn, but this is like a weird like restaurant torture porn. This is like oh I enjoy this. <laughs> the stakes are like not as high. I mean, I think a lot of these restaurants did close down, <laughs> so the stakes are kind of high for the for the poor owners, but. The, you see some of the descriptions. Some of these like restaurant owners are like half a million in debt or a million dollars in debt. And I'm like, and like Rosa's asking like, how how can they be in such debt? And I'm like, white people. White people are allowed to be in like deep debt. It's fine because they're white. <laughs> you can just be a million dollars in debt in your restaurant. It's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Creditors are like, oh, you're white. Oh, okay, it's perfectly fine. I get, I get like two G's in debt and all of a sudden like who are you you need to close your restaurant right now <laughs> shut it down <laughs> you need to pay us immediately <laughs> I'm a half million dollars in debt <laughs> like they're, they're literally just setting money on fire it's like <laughs> they're like throw, they're, they're throwing money away they're, they're buying food and throwing it out and then <laughs> that's like that's the only way I can think of it it's like 
I, I don't get it. <laughs> so much truth, right? So much truth, right, Daniel? <laughs> oh, no. Person of color owning a restaurant? Oh, get out. <laughs> you you missed you missed one uh, one rent payment? Oh, you're shut down. <laughs> oh, look at this restaurant. It would probably it would probably fail several health code checks. Nah, let it, let it stay open. <laughs> Rich mom and our dad will rescue them. Yep. <laughs> trust fund. <laughs> I've burned through the trust fund. What do I do now? <laughs> Yeah, it's just a, it's a horrifying. I, 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 God, I, want, I want to watch it right now. <laughs> I'm gonna end the show right now. I'm gonna go watch some Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> I've, I have, I have, I've opened. I'm gonna, an, on I'm gonna work on my Etsy shop. Ah, uh, <laughs> watch out for pyramid schemes, kids. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> just on that. All right, no. Rosa and I are gonna—I don't know—next week or the week after. We're we're gonna. <laughs> I don't know if any of your listeners are Etsy sellers. If, if you're Etsy sellers, we gotta tell you—we gotta we gotta watch out for some of this pyramid scheme, dude. <laughs> we 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 watched a, a seminar about because I, I have an Etsy shop which I, I do promote at the end of all our videos. And then Rosa, Rosa, if you if you catch the. Uh, the audio version, there's a link to our Etsy stores, always on every episode on SoundCloud. And uh, however you listen to this, the, the links are always there. We have Etsy stores because, you know, hey, the hustle never ends. It ain't cheap to raise kids. Daniel, you know. <laughs> you, you you know what I'm talking about, Daniel Wong. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, want, we watched this. Uh, Rosa signed up for this seminar about how to, how to improve your Etsy store. And the whole time I'm, like, sitting there, I'm like, Oh no! This guy's a pyramid scheme. This guy's like he's running some scam. This guy's running a scam. Like in my head, I was like repeating this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he has all the telltale signs of of of, of a pyramid scheme, <laughs> of a money grabber. <laughs> it was like all through, and I was like, I was like, so now, Rosa, she, like, we were not, we didn't have any intent to sign up for anything. And the, the dude actually did provide decent information at the beginning but it was like as the as it progressed i sat there i was like oh man i need to start googling this guy let me let me start doing a quick you know background check on the on this on this character like his etsy store was legit but all the rest of the store was all the rest of his stuff was uh, suspect but we'll, we'll get into that in another episode rosa will return to the co-host chair and we'll, we'll talk about this and if you have an etsy store we'll help you too except we're not going to ask you for 50 dollars a month Oh, his trap. Oh, you can join right now for $1. And in 10 days, you'll get automatically charged 50 bucks a month because fuck you. There's a sucker born every minute. So yeah, that, that, what? Not us. <laughs> Thankfully, not us. We're, we are not, so yeah, see, we, we, God, we spent the whole weekend evading freaking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bullshit. Me and the car dealer, you with this Etsy bullshitter, man, man. High five, yeah. We we don't we we don't put up with bullshit. We, our bullshit detectors are are, are very strong. No, no, we, we we ain't doing that. So all right, well let let's wrap it up here. I, I didn't. It's like I didn't want to get wrapped up in that story. Uh, as always, thank you for watching. Uh, please make sure to go uh, find us on social media at DreGP Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Uh, make sure to check out our YouTube channel. Please go subscribe to us there. YouTube, search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. If we get to 100 subs, we can do YouTube slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. But until we get to 100 subs, we have to wait for that. So just search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast on YouTube and click that subscribe button. Go watch some videos, hit some likes, help us move those metrics. And you can always shop with us. Like, as I mentioned, those Etsy stores, we have Etsy stores. You can find me, Dre's Geek Philosophy. You can find my lovely wife. Is it still Le Meow Club or is it? Are you changed? have you changed your Etsy store? It's Little Tiger Studio. I need to fix the description in the podcast notes. Yeah. 
Little Tiger Studio now on Etsy. <laughs> I need to fix. Oh, you changed it. Okay, let we need to fix that in the in the liner notes for all the episodes then. <laughs> oh, it still redirects. Now it's Little Tiger Studio. So, if if you're in need of and so my my store is very focused on nerd art, and my wife's store is very focused on all sorts of uh, garments, clothing, accoutrements, get gifts. I'm sorry, she is now a gift store. <laughs> She's a gift store now. Do I even know you? <laughs> I'm doing this on the fly. <laughs> we have if you use the the, the clothing app Depop, uh, I I we have a Dre's Geek Philosophy Depop store with a bunch of nerd shirts available there, which I need to update. And uh, lastly, we have a uh, an eBay store. If you want to buy some video games, search for uh, SoCalClone32. That's my old online handle. <laughs> On everything, I haven't gone in to change that one because I, I don't want to scare the twenty-plus year customer base that I have on eBay. <laughs> um, and finally, if you want to support us directly, like Daniel Wong does and like Ryan Tanaka does, you can go to and subscribe to us on Patreon, uh, patreoncom philosophy for you know for a, for a dollar a month you can support our show. Uh, so that that money goes directly to paying for all of our hosting. You know, the, on our SoundCloud page, which stores every single episode of the podcast, that is literally helped by Daniel and Ryan. They they're able to help me pay for that. Uh, their their generous patron money pays for that. And if we ever get more patrons, we'll get new equipment. <laughs> that's that, that's the plan. <laughs> I ran one giveaway. I, I I need to send the game to the winner. <laughs> He finally picked a game last week, so now I get to send him a game. I have to save up some money on the side if we can, maybe we can run another fun little contest like that. But that's gonna have to wait till the holidays. So that's it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. That has been this week's episode of Dre's Geek Velocity Podcast, the special Tuesday edition. Thank you, Daniel, for popping in. Thank you, Adelaide, for popping in and and chit chatting with us and and, and giving me good information about our our, our car lease, both of you. I saw I saw Jai popped his head in, but he didn't say anything. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Hopefully, I'll remember to do it on Monday. <laughs> Hopefully, the holiday weekend. <laughs> we'll, oh, there won't be another holiday weekend that'll wipe me out. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> hey, Daniel, I thought it was a Monday, right? <laughs> yeah, thank you both. Have a good night. And...